All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Brilliant Juice Podcast. I'm fired up to be here today. We have one of the originators of the concept of juice, Mike Martins. Mike, say what's up to the folks at home real quick. How y'all doing? Good to see you. Uh, it's the Saturday after the Bring the Juice Golf Tournament. Big let's one. just let's just Big dive. One. Let's just dive into. I want to. I want to decompose that day real quick. Right. Decompress, to be honest. It's dead now, so decompose also works potentially. Yeah. But yes, decompress. Let's break it down, okay? Start off this golf tourney. Had this wild idea to have a bring the juice golf tournament. You played football for Fresno State with me. Go dogs. Go dogs. Easy. I thought it would be cool being such an advocate for Fresno State football, being involved. It's my familia. Yeah. Hey, let's raise some money. We need a new stadium. For the kids. We need some stuff. It's for Sit. the kids. It's for the boys. We're for Play the boys. Play golf, drink some beers. That's all you want. What do you want? It sounds like a great combo. People get some more uh, you know, awareness of bring the juice. I bring all the boys back home from the, that are in the league usually or they live wherever. We have guys flying from out of state, out of country, all over the place. Guys taking long boat rides just to come to this. Yeah. A lot of planning. Okay. Months. A lot of planning. Months. 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 Not weeks. Phone not days, calls, texts, uh, phone calls, setting them up, deposits, a lot going on. Yeah, ins and outs, outs and ins, yings and yangs. Website and, flyers, that's it. Instagram posts, promotional yeah. videos, hype it up, things of that nature. And what's one thing that's on the back of our sweatshirt? Control the controllable. Guess yeah. what? I can't control the weather. Dump. I can't. Dump. And I will Tsunami. say this. Being a kid who grew up in a farming family and on a farm, you appreciate weather's, it. Weather's, yeah. it's one of the biggest struggles that we, we have to face against. Mother nature. Yeah. You can only do so much. Yeah. I mean, my dad being the actual farmer itself, like I've watched him growing up. Even the, even this week, he can't sleep as well because he's wondering how much rain's going to go and if we could perform in the fields and whatnot. Yeah. So you can't do anything. But what's the other thing with separating these juice? When adversity strikes, you got to respond. got to yeah. do something, right? You either run to the fight or the fight runs to you. And I'm so proud of the amount of backup I had of guys that showed up, even though it was just dumping rain, 30-mile-an-hour winds, sirens of tornado warnings and shit like that. It was going it – was, it, was, it, was, it, was it was a monsoon. It was insane. But everyone – we say – we did the national anthem, God Bless America – I said, God bless. Start your engines. Everyone got their butts into their golf carts and everybody went out and golfed. Yeah. Didn't matter the conditions. No. And the amount of guys that came up to me and were just like, hey, bro, we're going to attack the day. Greedy. And I'm just like, it made me one, happy that they also are like minded. Yeah. Two, it made me feel like, hey, bring the juice is actually. People listen, and they it, it's got a it's got a little bit of a, a flavor, substance, meaning, substance, meaning, flair, paprika, cinnamon, something like that, <laughs> spice, spicy. It's got some it's spice. Hot. It's it's some it's, it's some zest to people's life. Zinga, and that's what I like. Yeah. I want that. I want people to tap it's in. Gets you, like gets you up in the morning. Gets you up in the morning. Nothing like nothing first thing like in the morning. It. The boys hit the car, out. put the bring the juice on, oh. driving to work. Probably hating your life. <laughs> Guess what? Nine to five. Hype me up. If I could be a sprinkle, a sprinkle 
of positivity life. in yeah. someone's life, I think I'm doing a good thing. And I am so blessed to be in the position that I'm in where I can help Fresno State football along the way. That's huge. Coach Tedford came out, had a great day. You know, uh, in our last little pre-segment, I did I did a little half segment previewing the golf turning. We did an NIL deal. And Mike, I know you originally, which we'll get into your athletic career a little bit, but we were both walk-ons at one point at the Division One level. Fresno right. State. Pride and joy. Specifically. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where obviously, like when you're in high school, you want the big scholarship offer to the Division One. Yeah. And then once you're the walk-on at that school, it's like, okay, you know what? I kind of like a good, good, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> a little jump Good. Good. I got a chip on my shoulder. Add yeah. another one. Big chips. And what I'm getting at is me and Coach Tedford had a great conversation, you know, before Christmas. Uh, he called me up. He's a mentor. He's a friend. Huge role model for me. I'm blessed to have had him as a coach. I know you didn't. Again, we'll get into that later. But yeah. my point is this. Struggle season. He's the right man leading the program. And he hits me up says, Frankie, you know, I know you started off as a walk-on. You know what that's like. Blah, blah, blah. We got into it. One of the things that happens when you're a walk-on is you don't get to eat the meals for free like the scholarship players essentially do. Training table. It's well, called a bunch of stuff now. It's thing, essentially yeah. you finish practice in the morning. You get a lunch. You get a dinner. There's breakfast yeah. in between. Um, scholarship players that's built into their scholarship. Walk-ons, you have the option to pay for that, right? Yeah. And you should if you're smart because it's actually a pretty good, good field and it's reasonably they priced. It yeah. It's also really convenient. Well, second thing is time. I mean, You can just, just feed practice and yeah. be in your stuff and go eat. Yeah. What I'm getting at is coach calls me up and says, Hey, Frankie, I'm you know really proud of you for doing this golf tourney, blah, blah, blah. Um, what do you think now that we're in the world of NIL? What do you think about doing an NIL deal with all the walk-ons that are on the team right now? And you cover their meals for the up, up to you know summer, fall camp, whatever it is. I said, sure. You know, what's what's it going to be? He tells me that's going to be about, you know, blah, blah, blah per guy. You know, we come up with a grand total. He goes, they could come out, help you run the golf tournament, refill ice buckets, help you clean up, do this, that, and the other. Um, and I, I'm saying, you know what? Absolutely. And I said, in return, there's good people that are either, one, passionate about the dogs because we're supporting the dogs. Two, they bring the juice and their good energy. Or three, they just like to be involved in the Valley. Those are all people I want to be around. So these guys, these kids who are, you know, young and hungry football players, they have an opportunity to network. And like, you know, like anything, college is great. You learn some stuff, but it's it's who you meet. It's the, it's the connections yeah. you make, the networking side that really you should utilize. And that's at Fresno State. I mean, that's true anywhere. You go uh -huh. to a conference, who cares what the guy's talking? It's about who you go get dinner with and the bars after and crap like that. Like That's 100% true. It's 100% true. So- yeah. Bring the juice to the NIL deal where we paid for all the walk-ons. And uh I don't know, man. It just it was it was kind of cool. And I, you know, at the end of the day, I talked to all of them and Here's the deal, gave them a hat. And it was, dude, it was a good thing. It was they, a good day. If you're when you're a walk-on, you gotta work your ass off. And you do. It's kind of like you have the big chip on your shoulder. You know, you're either paying for it yourself, your parents are paying for it, you got a loan. Yeah. Luckily, Fresno State's pretty affordable in the grand scheme of things. It is. You're not going to, you know. Stanford hey, is easy. different. What I'll say, this is what I tell people. People ask where you go to Harvard of the West. Right here, Fresno State. Go. That's it. 
but it is affordable. Um, that's the good part. So, I mean, not only do you have to grind, but you have that thing. It's the chip because scholarship guys, you're there. You see them. They got heavily recruited. You kind of feel like, like, okay, I was just left over at yeah. the end of it, right? Sloppy seconds. They didn't, they didn't want me bad enough, but I have drive. I yeah. want to go there. I seen a shot. Exactly. So when you can do something like that, pay for meals, don't have, they, that's something that's off their mind now. They Easy. can focus on school, football, Done. life, whatever they're doing right. socially. That's, that's huge. So. And I mean, I remember being in a position where it's like, oh, we used to be able to eat some meals. Yeah. And, it's, the, and then it's like, hey, like, yeah, my, the, how many, <laughs> hey, am I allowed to have this one? How uh, many tri-tip sandwiches do we have? At the every so of, many lot of doghouse tractor sandwiches. Huge. You know what though? Better than doghouse, I put my stamp on this is Dervos Deli. You gotta get out to Dervos Deli, Mike. Dervos Deli, huge supporter of the pod. They provided all the sandwiches for that golf tournament yesterday. Phenomenal food. Didn't get to have my world famous chicken sandwich that I preach about, but uh shout out to Dervos Deli because Mike, these crisp cut fries they have, I don't know who the hell does it there. They get it. Whoever is the cut the head. Of cutting, he's chopping that up by hand. He's got the yeah. measurements. No, I think he's got like a special knife that he ordered from like, like a Japanese mountain Probably like knife company. It's got to be a sword. It might be a sword. No, but he. But this, here's the thing: he's consistent because you order something. And the, 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 I did an episode at Dervos Deli, and I talked about how thinly sliced the pickles were. For like ten minutes. You got hyped up about the pickles. They were freaking crispy, man. I appreciate a good pickle. There's nothing like a pickle crunch. You take one box. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Oh, it was great. It was great. And uh, yeah, shout out to Dervos Deli for the bit. Yes, in training room, uh, you don't know what meals you're getting. A lot of teriyaki don. Love me a good. Oh, love me some tea don. Uh, white sauce. Yeah, white sauce in there. Now, if you've never been dons. to teriyaki don, I don't know what to tell you. But it's kind of like you you get a you get rice you get. Teriyaki chicken. chicken, and then you get sauce. Yeah, basically. But and the sauce—if if you and you I like mean to this, swim, you can just dive right into the sauce. It's a thing. It's, it is. It, it is. Fills up. You. It's on. So it goes through the rice. Yeah, it bleeds through the rice. Bleeds through the rice. So you like, oh, I don't have that much sauce. Pour some more sauce on. Yeah. Like, shit, where'd my sauce go? Yeah. Pour some more sauce. Next thing you know, the you bottom. finish the chicken, you eat a little bit of rice. It's, it's like the bottom of a cereal yeah. bowl. It's, you're eating cereal. I have been in a position where when people like bring home teriyaki don, but they don't have the white sauce, I'm, I'm not as interested. Oh, see ya. I'm okay. I'm okay without it. Yeah. Hey, thanks. But no thanks. Yeah. It's like, it's like going fishing, but you forgot your hooks. Your, your hooks. <laughs> yeah. You just got line. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go throw this string in the water. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, yeah. How's that gonna work out? Not, not so great, Mike. Not, not so catching great. anything, Mike. <clears throat> you didn't originally start out at Fresno State. You had a different journey. Big journey. So, give me your elevator pitch at that journey. High level, thousand feet. High school parents didn't know anything about. Scholarships, recruiting, Nothing. et cetera. Nothing. Nothing. Get it. So first guy in my family to really go to college and finish college. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, came out, played baseball, football. Um, Athlete. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, 
you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. I just was having fun like any other kid, right? Um, you know, n- knowing what I know now, I wish I would have took it a little more seriously. Um, but you can't fault yourself when you're a kid, right? No. So got out, was lucky enough to get a scholarship at Azusa Pacific. They do not have a football program anymore. Discontinued. D2. Discontinued. D2. How's that school. feel? How's that feel? Last of a dying breed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but like at the same time, it's like, I'm sure you have buddies who they were seniors at one point. They graduated from Azusa Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to have kids someday that they can't play there if they want. They can't, they can't even be like, oh, no my legacy. dad used to play there. Yeah. They, no one's going to know. I'm it's gonna, not, it wasn't a big program. I, I know, Cougars, but still, but, I mean, I, you still, you still put in work at Division yeah, Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Division Two, really, when you think about it, you have players in all, all different. You know, NAIA, Division Three, Division Two, Division I heard the lineman is the biggest difference. It's that, but I what I think the biggest difference is depth. So when you're starter guys, they can probably go out and play a D1. at, at, at D1 at some level. Right. Right. It's the second string guys, third string guys, fourth string guys. The talent level just drops big. So like when you go to D1 school, your first string guy is obviously very good. Second string guy. Almost just as good. Yeah. Third string guy, almost just as good. You really, so it, there's not very many weak, weak links. Yeah. yeah. Even their crappy, you know, you might say, oh, he's not that good on your team. Well, he's, he's go good crush, enough to get a D1. Crush, yeah. He'd go crush in D2, et cetera. Right. So I think that was the biggest thing where we had some guys where I was like, man, you know, I thought I always wanted to play D1. That was my goal. Right. Um, you know, luckily enough, my path. Took right. me to Fresno, which was awesome. Was it but, hard to settle for D2 knowing D1 was your goal? No, um, it wasn't just because, you know, my whole thing was, I, <laughs> you know, they they did pay for one year, but, um, you know, I just didn't want my parents to pay for college. Okay. So I got That's a fair. good deal where my grades were good. And when D2 happened, when you're in D2, it's not, guys don't usually get full rides. So yeah. that's typical D1. You get school paid for, meals, housing, et cetera, stipend. D2, you get like 50% scholarship of your t- annual tuition or something like okay. that. So, do you get a stipend though? You don't get a stipend either. That's big. So, the biggest thing uh, that I got when I was there it was you got uh, my grades were good enough to where the school paid for 50% and the football paid for 50%. So, even though my whole tuition was covered, all I had to pay was house. It's not bad. Board. But, you know, um, obviously my path. Brought me up here, uh, you know, big, uh, big. I'm thankful for big it. car guys, big car guys. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for Dave and Derek, I wouldn't be here. They gave me a call. So Just, how? Tell me about your relationship with Derek and David. The cars. You know, I don't see him as That's much. C-A-R-R. Two R's. Double R. Yeah. It's just for people who didn't know who David and Derek were. Go ahead. They better know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're from here, you better know who they are. Oh. Um, you know, I don't. I don't see them as much anymore just because obviously life, right? Yeah. Um, but when I was coming out and when I was at Azusa, um, I'd come home during winter break and- Because you're a Bakersfield guy. Let's let's make sure we throw Get old Bako. Yeah. Come home to Bakersfield. About two hours south of here, you guys, if anyone doesn't know where Bakersfield is. That's right. Got that for you. Um, so I'd come home and I came home after my sophomore year at Azusa right. and- Derek was just getting out of college. So he just got done here at Fresno. He was preparing for the combine for the draft. Right. Uh, my trainer 
that I had in Bakersfield. His name's Eric Mahanke. He played at Fresno State with David. So they're like best friends. And, right. and so I'm training with him. He goes, hey, the easiest question of my life. He goes, hey, uh, you know, Derek Carr is going to be here Saturday for like a couple of weeks. Do you want to like, he needs catch someone to run him. routes. Do you want to catch for him? And yeah. I said, huh? Yes. 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 Sure. Please. Twist my arm. How much do I have to pay? Right? <laughs> do I get a t-shirt out of it? Yeah. <laughs> can I give him a car, hug? Can I get a car? Yeah. <laughs> can I give him a hug? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he comes back. Super. That whole family is amazing, dude. Top notch. Yeah. Faith. Uh, the way they, the way they treat other people, their, their fellowship together, it's, it's unreal and nothing, nothing the best to say, nothing but the best to say for the car. So I come back with throwing, um, I'm doing my thing, running, jumping and all this crazy shit. And, uh, he's like, Mike, wh- like, why, why are you at Azusa? It's like, you know, it seems like you could play, you know, at a higher level. Like, and I was like, Hey, this is the cards that were dealt, man. So right. I didn't have. This is, you know, this is who I, took, I, I took the money, right? This is who I am. I took the money. And he goes, well, hey, would you, you know, I can make a call. Do you, would you want to play at Fresno? And I was like, yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be <laughs> awesome. So uh, Dave and Derek make a call. I don't know who they talked to here at the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they they filmed some uh, some routes that I was running and stuff. Sit that film in and just, you know, I got a call a couple Two weeks later, like, hey, send us your transcripts. Boom. Done. We got a walk-on spot for you, et cetera. And then took it from there. It's actually very interesting. The first year I got here, I did not go to fall camp. I skipped fall camp. Because you came knew, in after. They, I came in you, after. You knew you were going to redshirt. I knew I, was, I had to redshirt. So when, it's different now, the yeah. transfer portal and everything like that. But when back in the day, when you transfer up, you had to sit out a year. If you transferred down, you did not have to sit out a year, which is, I don't understand that. But Man. so I came in my first year and had, I knew I wasn't, you had, playing to, it yeah, down the ball. right, right. right. So scout team hero. What's, <clears throat> and then, you know, coming in, cause you came in right when Derek left, right? Yeah. So that was the year after in, Derek left. Right, right. What was the team's vibe? Knowing that they just lost Derek Devonte, and not just Derek Devonte, there was other dudes yeah. that you know. Harp. Uh, there's a lot of dudes that get kind of thrown in the shadows on that class. Verse. I feel like, yeah, because I mean Devonte's best wide receiver in the league, and Derek's Stud. Derek's had his has 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 a very successful NFL career. Yeah, you know, Stud. coming up. Who's where's he gonna land next? Isn't official yet, but it's gonna be somewhere. He's top free agent right now. That's for yeah. sure. Don't like to speculate. There's a couple teams I think would be on. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so shit, go to the Steelers. That'd be dope. Are you? You're yeah. a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? Yeah. Why? I like your colors. Uh, <laughs> interesting story. Everything leads back to ball. So uh, literally, you know, I didn't want to play football growing up. I was scared shitless of it. What are you, like a, like a little wiener? No, I just, my bro- so my older brothers played. My yeah. older brother had a lot of concussions and stuff. Kind of scared me. He went to the hospital once. I was, you know, I'm like, I'm a little kid, dude. Yeah. So I uh, played soccer and baseball. And then my mom got into high school and I was like, hey, check it out. You're playing football. Don't really care. Right. We're going Friday night. We're going to see all our friends. We're doing it. So you're going to yeah. suck it up and play. And I was like, all right, cool. You're playing, Mike. Go hit somebody, Mike. That's it. Get after it. Yeah. Get lit up. You're the hammer of the nail, Mike. <laughs> be the hammer. So the nail. I didn't really watch, uh, you know, a lot of football growing up. 
um, a lot of baseball, et cetera. And I put the TV on. Next thing you know, I see this guy get absolutely just shit rocked. It was Heinz Ward. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the hit on Ed Reed where he's acting like he's blocking someone else. And Ed Reed's coming. Oh, yeah, up, he turns he back. Just, Bow. <clears throat> I have seen that ass. one. So I go, I like that guy. This is an awesome team. So you're That's when they had you're, a big Heinz, you're a big Heinz Ward guy. Big Heinz Ward guy. Huge, huge Heinz Ward guy. Is he your favorite player ever? Probably. Wow. I would say. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Thanks for shouting out my jersey real quick. Got this at the Brilliant Juice Golf Tournament pre-dinner. It's awesome. Uh, I came with a little, little picture thing on the side. So uh, it'll be up in the studio pretty soon here. Where are you going to put it? I think one of these corners. It'll fit. You got room here yeah. and here. But I need you gotta, to do. You got to put something to match. Though you can't just have one one side. No, no, I, I'm a bear. We talked about it yesterday. I'm a pretty symmetrical dude. Um, I can. I was never the guy. I can't like wear a sleeve on one arm, and the other arm will get cold. Like I need yeah. to be yeah. symmetric. It's always I always wore the double band, the double barrel wristbands because I was like, I'm symmetrical. Or I wouldn't want to just tape both hands. A little OCD or just uh... yeah, <clears throat> I'm a little OCD. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm a little lot of things, Mike. <laughs> I got a lot going on, but I think that's a good thing too. At the same time, yeah. I think all successful people are have a little bit of corks and oh, screws dude, going you, you all over Yeah, I mean, you got to be a you gotta psycho. Be able to, you got to be able to multitask like a psycho <clears throat> to be to be successful in this world right now, especially with all the distractions. There's so many distractions. <clears throat> you like pistachios, Frank? I could eat a pistachio every day. Not one, because you never eat one. You can't eat one. You crack probably at least 50. 50? 100, doesn't matter. What's your pistachios cracked per minute? You get a good thing. You can either do it like a like a sunflower where you like pop it. Oh, you're a you teeth just, guy. No, you could be. If you got strong teeth. Yeah. Uh, you got I'd strong teeth? You got strong teeth? In a minute? Yeah. In a minute? Yeah. Oh. 16. I going to say 20. That's a pretty big ratio. If you're power eating... Are you a power about, eater? What about you? Superfood. You pistachio, big pistachio Superfood. guy? Huge pistachio guy. Gotta I'm be. a huge supporter of the American pistachio growers. And I love how much they support Bring the Juice. And if you want to perform like the pros, which you do. And everything. Eat, eat your pistachios. Eat those nuts, kids. Big pistachios. Love them. You Mike, <clears throat> you're talking about OCD, all these other things. Uh, a guy... You know, you got to have some screws loose if you really want to be successful. Craziness is is a, is a is a unique thing if you can control it. Yeah. I want to read you a quote. Iron sharpens iron. We say that all the time. Yeah. But there are times you have to sharpen your sword alone. What does that mean to you? It's a quote by David Goggins in his newest book. Yeah. So that's a great quote. Uh, it's a great quote. I think it means you gotta you gotta look in the mirror. You gotta. You gotta look in the mirror and think that about yourself. That hit me so hard, Mike. Yeah. So I wrote it down. Iron on sharpens on the back iron. Of a in our world, receipt. in our world, right? That's that's practice every day. Yeah. Right. What not even that? It's, it, we're it, out it's, of the game. It, well, yeah, out of the game. But I'm now saying it's me and you hold game. each other now accountable. It's, now it's me calling Frank. Hey, what are you doing? Right. Blah blah blah. blah. Are you still? Work? Yeah. Are you, are you grinding? Are you off your ass? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You just sitting down. You're if you had, shit? if you had no job and we're, weren't doing crap and, and getting chubby and all this stuff, oh, you I'd be on your ass. ass. Yeah. I'd be on your ass. Easy. Likewise, easy. And I want to surround myself with like-minded people. 
But sharpening there's, your own sword. There's demons inside sometimes. Just, yeah. You got to go with. You get it. Sometimes, and in, in, I do this a lot when I'm on my way to work or I'm headed home from work. When you're in the car and you're thinking about, hey, this is what I want to accomplish today. This is what I accomplished this month. Right. You know, looking at yourself in the mirror saying, am I doing what I need to do? Especially as a father, especially as a husband, mm. everything like that. All these thoughts run through your mind. Mm. Right. And at the end of the day, I think that quote tells you, hey, if I look in the mirror right now and I don't recognize myself, then something's off. Right. You know what I mean? Um, shit. Sometimes I'll drive to work. I won't even realize, you know, if you're sitting there contemplating, you know, everything that you got going on. You ever drive and you get to where you're going and you realize you, you didn't listen to music the whole time? All the time. Nothing. I call it, I grip the steering wheel and I just think. Yeah. I don't even realize I'm thinking. Yeah. Just, I'm I'm like floating over myself, mentally preparing for what I'm gonna think about. Almost, oh, it's deep. It's deep. deep, and I do believe. I, I mean, I drive, I drive a hour to work every day and an hour back. Seventeen minutes. Big time. <laughs> That's all I got. The way the the ride back, I've had a long day. I usually make some phone calls. Yeah. You know, I want to just maybe I'll throw some tunes on. Maybe I'll throw maybe I'll throw a podcast on. Study some film. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the way to work. It's usually, you know, dark outside. It's early in the morning. Not many cars are on the road. You yeah. just go. You fly. Just cruise. And it's I good time don't. To I don't really listen to music on that one. I just, yeah. I just, you know, kind of. I say a prayer in the morning, and uh, thank God for no more rain. No yeah. more rain, please. Yeah. I, I mean, I just. It gives you a little time to, like you said, place some things in the filing cabinet. Of I think. Your head. A, I think a big place too, just depending on where you're at. Um, is is if you go in the gym yeah i mean if you work out you know it's always good to work out with a partner but if you ever work out alone by yourself and it's just you that i think it tells you a lot about who you are because no one's what 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 do we always say like what are you going to do when no one's watching you that's all that matters that's it so you get to play that mind game with yourself on hey I know I'm tired i told i was gonna do four sets of ten right you're on you're on nine and you're like oh that was pretty pretty rough are you gonna do that tenth rep I mean, that's what you got to hit. It's you know tough. I mean? Mike, lifting? You know what I say? Fuck it. Do 11. Fire <laughs> <laughs> me up. Fire it up, Mike. I agree. It's tough because it's... Okay, one, of the, hardest, one, of, the hardest, one of the hardest transitions for... Okay, we talk about all the transitions from life after sports, right? Yeah. Specifically, if you want to talk about just lifting weights, training... Buy it's your, crazy, and you're not training for anything. Exactly, like you're training for you're training for the mirror. That's yeah, it. and if I am training, let's say I say, hey, I'm going to set out and I want to become a professional pickleball player, or I want to go run a Ironman or something like that. Move to Utah, slide down some fucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one was a little different, but <laughs> it's like it's just like you got to face these internal demons, and there is like even okay you. You just moved to Utah size of ice. There's the goal. Like, hey, I'm climbing a mountain. I'm trying exactly. to make it to a certain tier to get to this next tier to try to maybe go to the fucking Olympics some days. That's how I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, Right now, but it's like- that's I'm, a goal. That's when a goal. When you're just that's a regular, a when you're just av- 9 to 5. We're, we're working, let's call it we're working a 9 to 5. A 9 yeah. to 5. Yeah. Which, not saying we, we are, but you're, that's what you are. You're Basically, working. You're working. <laughs> you're working. Pretty much. But you want to still- I love lifting weights. It's yeah. fun. There's some shit that I hated doing. 
then I'm like, you know what? I don't need to do that anymore. I'm not going to do that. I have my own choice. Why do I need to put 315 pounds on the bar and max out? I you don't, don't you need don't to need do to, it anymore. But you need you need to lift. You, you need, need to, to lift. You it does to. help. It's just it does suck doing it by yourself when you go from, especially team a football locker room. Oh, where you don't. I think how, I think this is where we kind of get into the juice part. Yeah, you don't realize how good you got it until it's over type. Until it's gone. And you know, there's always I, I you know guys with wisdom talk about. You wish you knew you were in the good times when they were happening. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think, always. A, I think that's that is it's always, about the jury. That, it's about it's the always, journey. Always been about the journey, Mike. Yeah, it's always about the been the mountain you could climb. And when you get to that one, it's pretty cool. But guess what? You look over to your left. There's another mountain. And you're attacking bigger, it. Bigger, bigger mountain. mountain. Gonna need it. Your backpack's gonna get a little heavier. It's okay. Yeah. Your, bring your legs are stronger the because of it. Bring the boots. Pack a couple of cliff bars. Sure. Bring some no water. Fish. Bring no some water. Shout outs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no Cliff, fun. what are you doing? Huh? Hey, come on. <laughs> come on. But seriously, it's it's the journey and that transition of lifting. We're talking about college. I'd even throw high school in there. Oh, you li- if you let's yeah. say you're a senior in high school right now, and you just finish your your, su- well, your, I think your it, last summer workout, and you just finish your football career. Yeah, you. I guarantee you got some sort of a gym membership, and it's just not. It doesn't hit the same, and it gets even worse. Shape. And it, I would, I would ten exit. Yeah, from college football, and also me and you, we love to lift. We were, we were it's ingrained. We loved weight. We love the weight room. It's one of the like so the conditioning. That, some guys hate that stuff. Yeah. Oh no, it's well, so it's it's hundred percent necessary. And the reasons why I love it so much is not only is it, you know, good for you keep you healthy, uh <laughs> it it also it's just a good time to think, good time to decompress, man. It's crazy. You got a lot of as an adult, as as a you know, uh care uh provider for your family, et cetera. But here's a lot of weight on the shoulders, right? Absolutely. So you go lift and you just blow it all out. That's it. Go what crazy, you, go nuts, get hyped. It also gets you hyped up. Makes you what, look good. What do you uh I kind of was I I I kind of talked to I think I talked to Jay Kaner about it. Or maybe I talked to my brothers about it on the pod. But I don't lift. Do you I, so I, sometimes I lift in silence, which is what I'm really I like. do not listen to music when I lift. I I it's I, weird. I, I I don't know why. Some people I, I when I lift with my buddies, they're they're like, hey, you don't have headphones or anything? I, oh, like, I don't, I don't wear know. Headphones. I just I can't wear headphones. Gym music, it's it always kind of sucks, but yeah, you, you, you kind of tone it out. But I I don't like listening to anything. I don't know why, but I'm the same know, way. I just feel like it's it's just me. When I'm by myself, it's me and I gotta fight the battle with myself to push and grind and go, go, go. And I agree. And you just at a certain point when you're really dead tired, some of the best feeling I have is when I know I've I can't go anymore or I had a really good workout and you're just sitting there breathing. Yeah. Just listening to your voice. Yeah. That's that's one of the best feelings because you know you did something. You know you you know you put in the work. I doesn't feel good the next day when you're sore as you get you older. Know what, I get super sore now. I get sore too, but at the same time, I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of like that pain. Well, it means that means you did means something. You did something. Yeah. Now there's sometimes where I'm like, why the hell? Well, my hamstrings hurting so bad right now. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. I don't. I don't need. I don't want to ever do rehab again in my life. I don't want to. I don't want to go you know, get my you know leg. I don't want to get my granted? hamstring. I used to get my hamstrings scraped exactly every single day. But you take that for granted. I wish one of the subtle things that I one of the things I wish the most there was a training room just in the training room, world, dude. 
I you just walk into work, you go, hey, man, my right hand is a little tight. Can you get me stretched out? That's one of the biggest things that I don't have in my life that I wish I had. Why is there? And you know what? There is. I'm going to say it. We're, we're probably talking out of our ass here a little bit. Because 100%. I'm but not sure. readily accessible. Like I can't. It's not, not my in my daily. My our job was football, right? Yeah. So our job, we go to work, and part of our job was hey rehab, keep your body right, get stretched, roll out, all of it, do all ice that bath, stuff, everything. ice bath, everything. Now my job's different, obviously, right? Yeah. And But I, I could, still wish I had that just to be able. It's to a walk luxury. In. Oh, it's, it's a luxury. It was super helpful. I I'm sure there is. I agree. It's not readily accessible. Where uh, I'm sure there's a clinic where yeah. you could sign up for something. It's for probably it. expensive, expensive as hell. Yeah. Um, I know like Doctor Batista, great dude. He he has, he does a lot of stuff like that. Big on the like that IVs, um, the cold chambers, things yeah. like that. But my routine would be go in, get stretched out, get rolled out, get some elbows on the hamstrings. Maybe I got to get a scrape. Maybe we're doing a cup today. Yeah. And even when I wasn't hurt, I I wanted to keep doing that because I didn't. Yeah. I mean, Mike, we know this firsthand. Like, especially, do you want to talk? Go back to being the walk on. Like, each person, and this is not just in sports. This is anything. Each person has a a, a rope of slack in whatever the hierarchy is to where you're at. Yeah. And depending how much. You're either a veteran, your experiences, or their investment on you. Yeah. Depends how long that rope is. Yeah. Use the NFL as an example real quick, okay? If you're balling out as an undrafted free agent, okay, let's say we're undrafted free agent wide receivers, okay? Or you're an undrafted free agent wide receiver, (laughs) and I'm a a first-round draft pick. Got it. Okay. No, let's go back real quick. Pick number one. Okay, you're the first pick of the draft, and I'm an undrafted wide receiver. Okay. okay. I and we each I'll, I'll have second, ten, right? we have 10 balls. Okay. Okay. And I drop one ball and you drop one ball. You I'm gonna cut. be criticized a you bunch. Get, yeah, I might be I might too. be in cut. You might be gone. Hey, this guy can't catch the ball. If you drop one ball, hey man. Uh, just a bad day. Hey man, gotta get those next time. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, because I've talked, I mean. I had Danny Woodhead on the pod a couple weeks ago, and he had so many great little nuggets of wisdom. He's the boy. And eventually, the cream always rises to the top. The cream. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, and it's one of those things where, and I believe this, you keep your freaking nose on the grindstone. Just keep freaking going and going. and Consistency is the hardest part. Yeah, You can't just do it one day. Yeah. You could come and catch all your balls every day and not fuck up a play every day and come and be on time to every meeting and make sure you be where you're supposed to be all the time to where they don't have to worry about you. Eventually, they're going to say, hey, I know we invested in this guy, but this guy's going to help us win football games. That's, we missed him. That's, so that's the mentality you have to have as you a walk-on. Ha- in anything. Especially as a walk-on. Too. Especially as a walk-on. Yeah. You're, you're trying to – you know, other guys were – we're granted a scholarship, right? These guys got it. They're there. What you got to do is, hey, I got to show the coaches that I'm going to earn it. So you got to be there on time, be there early. You got to work your ass off. And then you got to just prove it every single day, day in and day out. It's huge. It's huge. It's very difficult. It's much easier. Consistency is... Consistency. Consistency is probably one of the most... 
important things you can have in your life. <clears throat> you get another quote for me over there? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it just kind of goes hand in hand. Um, you know, giving e- effort needs to be a main priority in your life. Yeah. Um, saying you gave 99% versus 100%, that last 1% cost a shit ton of work and effort and, and, and pain and grit and yeah. everything. And sometimes it is the difference, the difference between, sometimes it is the difference. The difference between ordinary and extraordinary is what? It's that little extra. You like that? And we got to clip that. Clip that. I so, I so Run clip it. That. Run it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking true though, Mike. Yeah. Unknown. Well, the difference, I, the difference between a normal person and someone that's, that's, absolutely just balling out and, and exceeding at whatever they're doing. It's, it's all about effort. That's it. Are you in the position you think where you have a clear direction of how you're chasing greatness? Because, okay, we talking about we've had similar journeys. Okay. Yeah. Came as a walk on overcome, blah, 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 built helped more than anything. Football, has helped us grow into who we men are of now. high character exactly. and who we are now. Yeah. It helped, it helped. And I'm Shape blessed us. for that. Yeah. Blessed for that. Obviously, the locker room along the way. Shit, we went out last night after the Juice Golf Tournament. <laughs> we enjoyed it. Had the a boys, good time. the boys got rowdy. Yeah. How about that ride in? <laughs> it was beautiful. The boys legendary. Had, the boys had a great evening on the town. Burnt it down. It was great. Feeling it. A little bit. Wheeling and dealing. Got a hair of the dog today. Getting after it. What are we doing today? Run it back. Run it. Run it back. Rewrite. Hype me up. The difference, I mean, but. So you asked. We have such direction. You had such direction. It was do so see, easy yeah. to understand what you were chasing in when you had a path. You had, your path was there. It was already it's there. scripted. Yeah. The script is there. Then you come out of college. And now it's like, I got to write my own script. I, I got a whole life ahead of me. What am I going to do? And there's a lot of crap getting thrown your oh, way. Yeah. You got, uh, you got you're going to have, you're going to have a bills, 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 responsibilities. The you're going to have a husband or a wife. Yep. They cost money. That's a relationship that needs to be a priority. Yet you're still trying to chase greatness. Get your still friends with the boys. Kids. Big. Huge. You live in California. Not the ideal place for, uh, you know, your finances per yeah. se. Yeah. Taxes. A lot going on. Big tax guy. I had to battle the weather Huge yesterday. Taxes. Yeah. Point Adversity is, hits. When all that crap's thrown your way, in football, it's easy. It's not easy, but it's a clear path on how yeah, to you know, you want you you know what the goal is. The goal is yes. to win. And you have people that will help you guide guide Absolutely. you on the path there. Coaches. And in our world, it's there's only so many, there's only so much time in the day. Exactly. I want to go to work and perform the best to continue to grow, which will ultimately bring in more revenue to me, which ultimately give my family, family a better life. Yeah. More security, could do fun things, grow, which yeah. everybody wants to do. If you're not growing, you're dying. And everyone, no one's going to argue with that. So you, so you asked me, how do I know I'm on the right path, basically, right now? With all these distractions yeah. in my way. And But how fast do you think you should be going? Because- Think I, you gotta pay, you've got to you've got to understand what you can do, where you're at in your life, and then basically envision where you want to be 
and then track that journey down. Put that journey down and see where it is. And you go, okay, I'm, I want to be here in 10 years. I'm right here. Yeah. Right? What are the steps I need to take to get there? What do you think about this too? And I've been living like this a little lately. And I've, and, okay, Stratton Brown's one of our good friends. Yeah. I love Stratton. Big Stratton guy. Stratton's a Big wild Stratt card. Guy. Wild card. Yeah. But I will say this, and I've said this on the pod, and I've told Strat to his face on this pod. You, Strat is moving bread. Yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of a lot going. of businesses, a lot of irons in the fire. He's had his experience. He's very passionate about certain things. He's a great father, I think, too. Yeah, but he's the guy where I think I want to get ten thousand listeners, and he goes. Why not a million? Why not 10 million listeners? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, yeah, that'd be that'd be nice too. And I know I'm not gonna hit that 10 million right now per se. Yeah, but he is right. I do you do need to think bigger than that. I'm also a realist though on the other back end of things to understand you can't go from seven thousand to a hundred thousand without yeah. passing ten thousand. Exactly. So Saying you have a 10-year plan and trying to plan it out for those 10 years is great. And I so I'm not going to go full aggressive with Strat where he's like, how can you do it in six months? But how can you do that 10-year plan in three years? Yeah. So one thing that we do um, at my work, we basically, as, as a bank, I'm a banker. If anyone didn't know, I do ag loans. Uh, <sighs> don't, don't, hey, it's exciting stuff. One thing that we do, our bank kicks ass. We we ball every single year. No free shots. Crush, crush goals. Just to be clear. Didn't say my name. Didn't say the bank okay. name. You okay. have no idea. Okay. Okay. So Whatever. one thing that's that's really nice that they do, and, and this has helped me in my professional career as well, is basically you set a goal. As you near that goal, you reset your goal. Uh. So it's it's all about complacency. Yeah. So if my goal is as a banker, I want to get $10 million in loans this year, right? Sure. So I go out, I'm at $8 million. I got six months left, right? And you're like, oh, I'm going to hit this easy. What do you need to do? Reset it. Screw that. I'm doing 20 this year. Keep resetting, keep resetting, keep resetting. Yeah. So that that's that's a big thing that, you know, anytime we have a goal as a company or an organization, as we near that goal, we reset it and continue to move forward. Right. Have you ever had it where you set it for something too high and you have to bring it back? Or are you just like, fuck, we need our goal this year? No, and I think that's where you need to have a level head. So you need <clears> to understand, <throat> hey, you know, there's there's a lot of headwinds, not only just in professional life, but just like just exactly what you said, right? Your goal is 10 million, 10 million listeners in 10 years. Like sure. so let's just throw that out there. Okay. okay? You got to be realistic and say, hey, just like you were, I can't, I'm not going to make that in six months. No, right? you're not. You got to be realistic. So you shoot for the moon, but you got to understand that what you're capable of and yeah. and also, you know, what's what's realistic, Yeah. right? So you can have big ideas, big dreams, big goals and everything like that, but uh -huh. you need to understand, hey, how am I going to get there and what's realistically a time frame that I can get that in? You know what I mean? Yeah. So- there's nothing wrong with shooting too big, though. That's, no, it's nothing wrong with shooting that. too big at all. I, I just, it's hard to, um, it's hard to figure out that gauge system. Yeah. And then you're saying about your specific occupation, that's that's easy for a specific thing. Yeah. But when you take the whole big picture of like, hey, I want to be a good father, a good husband, all these things. I want to stay physically fit. Yeah. 
I want to do this. Maybe, maybe you want to grill. Six pack till maybe, I'm dying. Maybe you want to be a grill master, something yeah. like that. All things take time and it's not unlimited. Yeah. Time's the biggest, time's the biggest factor in your life, basically. In the world. Is what I see. Mike, you mentioned banking. I don't want to talk about your bank. I want to talk about Fresno First Bank. Fresno First Bank, they're a local bank, okay? To Fresno in the community. They have a strong connection with their business owners to help them grow and succeed. And at Fresno First, they're never too busy. You, It's always direct contact when you walk in. They personalize the customer experience every single day. And if you are looking for a definitive banking experience, they're going to treat you like family and take a sound business approach. Then Fresno First is where you need to be. Frank, I'm going to tell you, I have not been to a Fresno First Bank. Yeah. But this is what I'll say. Everything you said right there yes. aligns with what I want to see in a bank. Good. When I walk in, what's the worst thing you can do? They go, oh, yeah, can I see your ID? Yeah. Sounds like Fresno first. They know you as a person. You're not a number. You're not a number. That's good. Go there. Love Mike, it. Mike, if, you know, you are, uh, I wanted to make sure we cover this today. This podcast is called Bring the Juice, okay? And um, Mike was one of my early friends at Fresno State. And when you're a young buck, you know, older guys, sometimes they gravitate towards you. Uh, me and Mike hit it off, to say the least. You can't tell already. But uh, we haven't gotten to our Italian accents yet. Can't get too far into that. Hey. Hey, my great-grandmother invented the, the, the meatball. meatball. It's the meatball. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, get out of that thing. Huh? But... Um, juice. Huge. What is juice? How do you still apply juice? Juice is. It's Let's a, start about it, the. It's uh, a mindset. It's go. it's a bean. It's it. Is it a pillar? Huge part of your life. You can base your whole foundation on it. Yeah, it is the foundation that you build your house on. Juice to me is why you live. Why, why do you keep going? Right, you have to. life's hard, life's rough. Why do you keep going? You've got the I, many different names for it, but you got it in you. Yeah. Right? Every morning we wake up, Fresno. Sure. Right? Early mornings, you're sore. You got homework. You're tired from the day before. Right. You got lifts at six a.m. You get in that locker room. What keeps you going? Yeah. You got to flip a switch. That's juice. That's juice. That's saying, listen, That's the man. Thing that gets you up in the morning. It, you have to have it. Yeah. You have to have it. Undeniable. It's just, it's very difficult to define in a Webster's dictionary, per se. Well, you got to feel it. And But once you, know you I mean? feel it, it's you want to you you put it in a bottle yeah. and then drink it every day like it's Gatorade. So one of the things that, and I think you did this with us. Yeah, Fresno. Mike. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Line it up. So, um, you know, obviously the weight room is one of the places you need juice. Like an easy example. And I don't want people. I think it's to, the easiest place to find it too. One of them. You have a choice. Yeah. And you either run to the fight or the fight runs to you. You got to attack each day. Yeah. I like, you know, we use football examples and then literally all these are relevant towards life. your nine to five. 100%. Your, your, your life. But juice itself, there was a crew where we want to get fired up and we'd attack it. And we and it, the other thing too, you gotta keep in mind about it, it's contagious. Yeah. It's the most contagious thing you could possibly have. One spark starts a force fire, dude. 
Absolutely, it it does. And you know, I mean, we had our days where uh, we had the strength conditioning coach named uh, Tommy Stallworth. (laughs) Stolly Stall. And he was very particular about you had to wear the same, everyone wore the same socks and the same exact shorts and the same exact shirt. And you had to be waiting in the locker room like 12 minutes early with your left knee down. Was the left knee down? Left knee. Left knee down, sitting up straight. And there was roll call. You need to be quiet. And I mean, his first few weeks there at Fresno State, we didn't even Different. touch a weight. Different. Guys wanted to fight. Guys yeah. were freaking. It was guys were quitting. It was, it was, it was, it was insane. Granted, the year before we went 111. I don't want to dive into that today. But we didn't touch a weight. It wasn't good enough. We weren't standing up straight enough. It was yes, sir, no, sir. If you yawned 15 oh, up downs immediately. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. If you were late, it was bad. I'm going to give my 15. That's quick, too. You don't even know you're doing it. That's the worst part. You just sit there. You're like, oh. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh. oh I still, oh. to this day, if you yawn in his weight room, 15 up downs. I still, in this day, I, I'm not a big yawner yeah. in public. Cut it out now. Yeah. You learn. Maybe I needed that. Yeah. Maybe I needed it. I'm not tired anymore. Well, you learn lessons through everything. It, But... To your point, I mean, it was definitely a different start. It's a different usual, start. Different start to the year. You know, new philosophy. Very. More, I would say more structured. Oh, my God. Way more structured. All kinds of stuff. He just Then he just throws a tug of war in there. Yeah, randomly. He just puts but, a rope in the middle of the weight room. Yeah, so all of that is basically to build in discipline, right? Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. Which I do appreciate. Just, yeah, and I, much, I think you got to have it. Yeah. So. When you get in the morning and you get the discipline, I mean, what we did was basically a couple of the guys, we just, okay, juice, okay. Crew, juice crew. Juice crew would do this. Uh, just, guys make pre-workout shakes and they put their powder in and then they shake it up. Yeah. We do that all the time. But yeah. every once in a while, maybe on a max day. Big day. 225 day. Maybe Absolutely. it's a Friday. Maybe, maybe, it was a, maybe we'll do a little, Red arm, Dawn. little arm farm. Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. Red, Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah. Can't get into that today. Red Straight. Dawn. <laughs> You know, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, okay, we get a little inside of Red Dawn real quick. Red Dawn, uh, you have to be there, what, three? Three or four? Yeah. Three or four a.m. January. At some point, you don't even know it. It's dark. dark and it's outside. seven days dark, straight. Dark when you start, dark when you finish. Yeah. Yeah. Start. Which is rare. Yeah. And it is essentially, it's mat drills for- yeah. Kick your ass. It's, they, it's, they, they chop you up into groups and there's stations. Mm-hmm. And it's- you do not stop moving as yeah. soon as you get down there. Yeah. And you're it's cold as hell and you're competing. And the coaches are trying to get you to break. That's it. That's all they want. There is push no, you to the limit, find out where your limit is, get you through that limit. And they're, I mean, break and, and they're break weeding them. dudes out too. 100 percent Guys are puking. They're gonna say who 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 are gonna the fold? Dudes? Who's the dudes? Yeah. Who are they? And it matters. Who's gonna come with us in the foxhole right now? And who's gonna run off? That's it. I want the right guys in my foxhole. That's it. That's all you want. Anyways. I want the boys. And you know what you got to have in that foxhole? What is it? What do you got to bring to the foxhole? A big old bag. Big old bag of what? You got to have some juice. Big old bag of juice. Anyways, uh, instead of eating the pre-workout via dissolve in the water, we would take a lunch. Just take it. Take it. Give it one good little, one little snort, one little, you get snort, one little, you can eat little it. they're just a little gum, in the gums, whatever you needed. And it immediately would hit the bloodline. 
start, uh, start freaking out. Yeah, but it hits, you, it hits you like within like 30 seconds. But if you were to do it, uh, your <laughs> eyes would start watering. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like you're crying. But I'm not crying. You'd be like, I'm good, man. I'm good to go. You got enough testosterone to rip a head off of a, a pony. I mean, yeah. you're ready to go, man. So short glimpse into what it was like in the weight room. I was a huge weight room guy. I loved the weight room. Everything it stood for. <laughs> Big weight room guy. Frank Frank was right there with me. Yeah, he likes his mediums too. Exactly. Extra small shirts. Hey, dude, there was something about when we had Bose, we'd go after uh, after a running, go back in there, take your shirts off and start the arm pump. Oh, that was absolutely. huge. Bose beach body workouts. Oh, yeah. Big beach. But it's the mentality to get you through. And also, it's it's the camaraderie that you have with, with your guys. Absolutely. That are, that are going through the same thing you are. Whether it be a hard workout, easy workout, you know, you got to bring that energy. And that's kind of what we did was we just randomly be screaming juice throughout yeah. the whole workout yeah. for no reason. Yeah. And, you know, you, you finish a lift. Juice! Let's go, baby. I'm talking Crazy. in max out days. It's You can't mimic that in anything. You can't, you can't explain it. The whole team is around you. You're on a bench. It, it doesn't. And the fun thing is, too, like, all right, maybe I'm not lifting as much as Natani Muti. Natani Muti's trying to hit yeah, five million. Know, five, 500 pounds on yeah. bench, and I'm getting under 275, and I'm like, let's go, baby. Lace her up. Let's go, baby. Lace me up. And <laughs> to get – the team doesn't care. Nobody cares what's on your bar. Yeah. They care. It's about you. You – Hitting you are going, that rep. You're going you more than what you can do. Doing what you have to, to do to be the best version of yourself you could possibly be. Yeah. And I think that's electric. And I'm not kidding. You'll get that mother. Give me hyped up, up right now, dude. You'll get that up. I'm sweating. Uh! I'm twitching. I'm twitching over here. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's one of those you kind of got to just be there type of things. But you know what? I'm, I got a big uh, next Bring the Juice event coming up pretty soon. And I'm going to try my best. Tell me about it. That. What's going on? Can't. Not yet? Can't. Hidden? Can't. Hidden. We're going to cut that out. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, don't clip that. Don't clip it. Cut it. <sighs> Gone. Mike. Frank. There's a lot of juice on this table right now. We have some places to be, some people to see. You got to go. Some babies to kiss, some hands to shake. Dice to roll, money to make. <laughs> you take, like that take. one, huh? <laughs> Before we leave, anything you want to say to bring the juice nation? Life gets hard. Keep your head up. Love your Love your family. Say a prayer at night. Bring the fucking juice. Let's go! Drink your fucking milk, boys and girls. Fire me up. Get your piss hot. Need a shirt to tune in. Subscribe to us on YouTube, please. Buy some merch. If you're, not, if you're listening and you're not subscribed, what are you doing with your life? What's I going on? I don't know. Subscribe. The audio Support version is the great. boy. The audio version is great of these episodes, which is a lot of people listen to it. Yeah. The video version, I mean, it, it's like, it's, 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 whatever your favorite, whatever your favorite, you're going to see us doing whatever that. Whatever your favorite TV show is, this is better. Appreciate you guys. See you next week. Let's get after it. <laughs>